Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Art of Being You. And in this episode, we are going to talk about setting healthy boundaries. Why is this so important for my life? And what, let me, let me kind of go back into something really quick. Setting boundaries is an important part of establishing your identity. And it's a crucial, crucial aspect for mental health and well-being. Um, one of the reasons why uh, bound- setting boundaries is so important is if you don't have them, it shows a weak sense of identity. So people will know uh, kind of like when to take advantage of you. Um, you become a people pleaser and you do things out of alignment of who you really are and what you really you really want to do. So it's kind of like taking your power back and establishing boundaries. It's not something uh, physical. It doesn't have to be physical. It can be emotional as well. And it can, you know, you can take it from being uh, whether your boundaries are too loose or maybe they're too rigid. So finding a healthy boundary in between is being able to speak up on where something will stop and feeling good about it, not doing it and then saying, oh gosh, like I was a little bit too rough or I was a little bit too harsh. Um, So it's something that makes you feel good. Um, And it's wherever you want it to to fall. So somewhere in between, um, if you feel like, you know what, I actually need to set more boundaries for myself that are a lot more rigid where I will not allow somebody to um, talk to me in a certain way. And you will speak up or you will walk away. And so that is a rigid boundary where you know exactly what it is. And honestly, the purpose of setting a healthy boundary is, of course, to protect yourself and to take good care of you, which is a part of self-care. But it is a big, big part of identity. And so you guys know this is the art of being you for a lot of us. Um, It's something even generational that we just kind of do things the way they've always been. We allow people to talk to us the way we've always heard people talk to each other. And so that is something that is really, really important to kind of look at that the way that we behave um, sometimes in, in situations where our boundaries Uh, whether they're rigid or whether they're loose or they may even be non-existent. Um, That's something that you really have to look at Um, throughout the episode. Think about yourself. And if you have a complete lack of boundaries, that may indicate that you don't have a strong identity. And so that's important to really understand Uh, what the impact of this can do. So this is something that it's about your individuality um, and it indicates how you hold yourself responsible um, in situations. So one of the things, uh, for example, is it's a part of self-care. It's really, really a part of self-care. And I find this um, more and more um, with clients recently where obviously because of COVID and this and that, I, they're allowing, they're loosening up their boundaries, but they don't feel good about it. 
And so that's when you realize, ah, you got to get back into your identity. You have to take your power back in situations and there's different ways to do it. Now, boundaries comes in every sort of situation. So I'm going to go through different examples for you guys. Uh, But one being, for example, like in romantic relationships, um, when you're dating, when you're married, um, it's easier, obviously, when you start dating um, because you set the bar as far as what somebody can get away with and what you're what you're willing to deal with in a situation. So if you let a guy get away with, uh, let's say uh, he hasn't messaged you, he or she hasn't messaged you for two days um, and you don't feel good about it and you really want to tell that person, hey, you know what? It's not cool that you're doing that. But then you start with, what if they get upset? What if they think I'm nagging? What if they think I'm needy? And then you don't say anything about it. And guess what? You are teaching the other person how to treat you by not setting healthy boundaries. And so you kind of set the stage, especially when you're in a relationship. You set the stage on how you want to be treated because of what they start doing from the beginning, from the beginning. Uh, maybe they always show up late and you're like, oh gosh, you know what? It doesn't, I just don't even want to get into an argument. Uh, but that's not the point because then they're going to continue doing it and you have to make a choice. Do I set a healthy boundary or do I just give up on it? And I already know that I'm going to lose that battle every time. So you end up kind of making peace with it. Um, but when it comes to romantic relationships, you do end up teaching each other what you can get away with in those boundaries. Um, You know, manipulation can be a big, big thing that comes into this, whether it's friendships or romantic relationships, even with family. Um, Guilt, they can guilt trip you into things that you really don't want to do. And it's because you don't have healthy boundaries set around those particular issues. So in the romantic relationships, it is very difficult sometimes when you're already married and so you're already in that committed uh, relationship, uh, but it doesn't mean it's too late. It is being able to sit down and have a conversation with uh, your partner to let them know, look, this is what I'm willing to uh, put up with, but after that, it's a deal breaker. And you have to, this is why identity and self-esteem are like a big part of this because you have to stick with what you say. So if you say, look, if you do this again, that's it, we're done. And then they do it again and you give them another chance and then they do it again and you give them another chance, then guess what? Your your boundary isn't really uh, healthy. Let's just say that um, it's very loose and people know they can get away with it. So when it comes to setting your boundary especially if you're already in a marriage and having that conversation not when there's a fight and not when the situation has happened but probably when you're both calm and being able to share it with each other to say look this is this is what I'm willing to deal with but nothing more than that and obviously letting the other person know why you're feeling when you do this I feel completely disrespected um you know, you really have to go deeper into it, but there has to be two mature people that are willing to have that conversation. Now, we move into friendships. Friendships as well. If there's no healthy boundaries, 
a lot of the friends, especially if the, not that they're weaker, but if they're weaker in their identity or they're not as confident, they will step down when another friend is saying something um, and they just kind of take over. Some friendships have a very overwhelming or overpowering personality and it's difficult to kind of let that person know because then everybody just kind of goes along with it. And even though on the sidelines, people are having conversations about that person, like, oh gosh, like they can be a little bit much sometimes, but nobody ever tells that person anything. And so guess what? You can't really do anything about it because nobody has told that person. It's until you speak up and you have to know first, what is it that I'm willing to to deal with in a friendship and what is a deal breaker? What is it? Is it at the point where you start feeling bad? Is it at the point where you start saying, you know what, I don't even feel like I have an opinion because this person will always take over it. Um, you know, there's been situations in groups of friendships where, you know, somebody will say, hey, let's go out to the club. And there's that one person that is like, oh, actually, I really, really don't want to go. And it's actually the person that they're celebrating. Like if it's the birthday person, girl or boy, and they're saying, oh my gosh, like I actually don't really want to do that. But if that overpowering friend or the overwhelming friend kind of just jumps in and says it, it's really hard to say no. But this is the perfect timing to speak up and be able to, you have a self check-in, say, what am I willing to put up with? And what is a deal breaker? Me not feeling like I can be myself in a relationship is a deal breaker. Me not feeling like there is a um, give and take relationship or am I always giving, giving, giving um, when friendships, when they only call a certain friend when they need something, uh, but they don't ever really check in, uh, you know, just to check in and say hi. So there's boundaries that you set. And again, it goes back to you are teaching people how to treat you with these boundaries or lack of. So it is really, really important that you you have to check in with yourself and say, am I that person? Am I the overpowering, overwhelming personality in the group that just kind of makes, makes, hear that word, makes other people do things because you know that nobody's going to uh, stand up to you? Are you that person? Or are you the one that doesn't speak up? Are you the one that will be able to say, hey, you know what? As a matter of fact, I know going to the club sounds like a great idea for you. And maybe we could do that for your birthday. But I actually do not want to do that for mine. I would enjoy a spa day or something more chill. So that's what I want to do. So that's somebody with a healthy boundary who can speak up. You don't have to get into any confrontation with anybody, but it is the moment where you speak up to say, I've had it, enough is enough. And so in friendships, now I will say sometimes it will end the relationship. Um, and I'm not talking about just friendship, but romantically as well, when you speak up. And so a lot of people will, the fear of losing that other person they would rather just deal with it. And that's not the point because again, you're going to deal with that for the rest of your life because of that boundary, that the lack of that boundary. Um, so it is something that you have to know. You have to sit with whatever choice you make and it has to sit with 
your identity? What kind of friendships are you surrounded by? Um, is it the ones that are always taking, taking, taking? Um, is it the ones where uh, you feel like you can't really speak up? Somebody else always makes a decision. Um, and it's situations like this where you're going to take almost like an, uh, an inventory of those friendships and really think about what is this and why is this happening? Um, and then, you know, we move into a different kind of relationship, which this one is a little bit tough. Um, it's family. We learn to justify other people's behavior um, when it's family. Like, for example, when an auntie or an uncle come and, you know, maybe they say something to you that you know you would never let anybody else say to you. And then everybody says, oh, you know, so-and-so, they're, they're like that. You know how they are. You know how they are. Well, the thing is that the you know how they are or they've always been that way. That's an excuse for that person to cross the boundary with no permission. You didn't give that person permission to cross that boundary. And so a conversation needs to be had. Being able to have that conversation with a family member to say, hey, I don't appreciate when you say certain things to me in uh, in public with everybody around listening. If you need to talk to me, you can talk to me in private. But please don't ever bring things like this up in front of the entire family. It's very disrespectful. Um, and I don't allow that kind of stuff in my life. Um, when you are set and you say, I will not allow that, that's when you speak with conviction. That's when you can confront someone and let them know that they have crossed the boundary into something that you will not be allowing. Now, again, I tell you, you have to follow through with your word um, because whatever that looks like, follow, following through with the outcome is the important part afterwards. Um, if you follow through and people will come back to you to say, you know what? I thought about what you said and I'm actually really sorry I didn't know. That might be one situation. Um, two, you know what? Our our relationship is more important than that and I respect that. And so I'm sorry and moving forward, I want to work on that. You know, that's another great way, uh, but it doesn't always go down that route. There will be moments where you may even fall out with family members because something that they did or said is not okay with you and you are not willing to put up with that. That's something that's really important um, that you may also, you know, you may need to have and you will fall out. Um, I remember talking about this a couple years ago and I made a video on it and I remember a few people commented saying, you know, Nancy, I tried to do that with a family member and we completely fell out and, you know, now I feel really bad. I shouldn't have said anything and, you know, they felt really bad about it. But at the end of the day, I'm like, are you putting them first or are you putting yourself first? Because if you are putting yourself first, you know that setting that boundary for yourself is really important versus you're putting that other person's feelings first instead of yours. Um, so you're willing to uh, allow somebody in the family to do something that you don't like and you're unhappy uh, just to make sure that they're happy. And that doesn't work that way. Um, so that's another situation where I find a lot of people will, they would rather uh, not see that family member as often or they are just 
they'll just stay quiet and that family member will just do the same thing over and over and over and not just to them but to other people in the family and nobody will say anything um nobody will speak up to say you know what i'm sorry like not that i want to get into any argument or anything but i want to stand up for myself and so with that being said here's how i want to handle the situation so that's something that's really um tough for people to do when you're setting boundaries especially with family family is uh one of the toughest ones to set your boundaries with especially if there's never anyone who has kind of stood up to say i'm setting this boundary i don't want to talk about this um or i don't like it when this and this happens um and you know what somebody has to do it it has to start somewhere because the moment you do it there might be other people in your family that say you know what i have been wanting to say that for years and I haven't been able to. So you might inspire people to do, to speak up, to say something um, in situations where you will take action. Um, the fourth place and the final place where I want to talk about boundaries is at work or in business. Um, again, remember, it doesn't have to be with another person. It could be with things that you won't do. For example, if you have your own business, you might set the boundary of, you know what, I don't want to be working till, you know, midnight. So I'm going to set myself a boundary to say I will only work from 8 a.m., you know, till 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, and I will not work weekends. And that's when you set those boundaries for yourself, for your business, then you know that if a client says to you, hey, can we meet on a Friday, that you will say, I'm really sorry, I do not work on the weekends. That's time that I spend with my family and it's a non-negotiable. Or it's a self-care day and I'm sorry, I just don't work on Fridays or Saturdays or whatever that is. Um, So boundaries don't have to be just with people. It could be with um, whatever you want it to be. Um, You know, I don't take calls after 10 p.m. Like that's just an overall life boundary where you say, if anybody calls me after 10 p.m., I will not be answering the phone and I will not be answering um, messages. So that's boundaries that you're going to set with yourself as well. Um, You know, when I start a project, I will make sure I finish it. My boundaries, I cannot start another project until I finish this one. So it's again, it's not always with people. It's with yourself as well. Um, So, for example, like I made a boundary for myself when it came to posting on social media. If I'm not feeling inspired um, or something that's coming from the heart, I won't post. And sometimes it's weeks before I post, but because I don't want to post something that's inauthentic, that I force myself to post because it's, you know, I got to make sure my account is active. No, that's a boundary that I have stuck to um, for the last year that when I said it, I said no more because it stresses me out and it makes me feel completely horrible when I'm posting and I feel like crap. So I've said no. I'm not, if I don't feel completely inspired, then I won't do it. So it's situations in life that you want to do that you can create for yourself. And it all comes back to your identity. How strong is your identity? And that's how you know is by learning how to create those healthy boundaries for yourself and in other relationships that you have around you. So again, whether that's a romantic relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's family, 
or whether it's work or business where you will set the boundaries. I remember having a conversation with somebody saying, you know, my family is first. And so in the line of work uh, that she was working in, she said, my, when I was in the interview, I told them I need to leave here by three o'clock because I have to pick up my kids at 3.30 or some form of time. And she set the boundary with them from the very beginning and they agreed to it. And so the moment that it didn't work out that way, um, she said, you know what? I brought it up to them. I told you guys from the beginning, my family is my priority. And if I cannot leave work to pick up my kids, then I'm done here. And you know what? They remembered and they said, oh my gosh, we're sorry. We apologize. This is a one-off. And then we continue on. Now, that's a person with a strong identity because even if she would have lost a job, She's like, I don't care because that family is a priority. My boundary is I will never work, be so focused on work that my family is paying the price for it. So that's like super, super powerful. Um, So here's what we're going to do for all of you people pleasers or people that just let others because you're so scared um, and not set these boundaries for yourself. You can have healthy boundaries without the confrontation. Uh, But remember, you're doing it for you, not anybody else. You are doing it for you. Start doing it now. And that way for the rest of your life, you can teach your kids to set their own boundaries um, for themselves. So here are three questions for you to think about to start helping you create a healthy boundary. So question number one is, what am I saying yes to? that doesn't bring me joy, happiness, or makes me feel good. So I'm going to repeat that again. What am I saying yes to that doesn't bring me any joy, happiness, or makes me feel good? So there's got to be things that you're saying yes to that you're just like, oh, I don't want to do that. Like I, that doesn't make me feel good. So I don't want to do it. The next question, question number two, what will I start saying no to starting today what will I start saying no to starting today this one might give you a little bit of a you almost might feel like a little punch in the gut because you're like because once you write it down and once you see it you're gonna know if you followed through with that boundary what will I start saying no to today is you know I might say no to uh, certain collaborations that I don't feel connected to. That would be one. That's definitely one for me that I started to do that a couple years ago. And man, it feels good. It's tough at the beginning. Don't get me wrong. Take some work. And then the last question is, what area of my life is setting healthy boundaries a priority? So there's got to be a certain. So out of out of the five that I gave you, and actually the fifth one is yours, a personal one. So that's a life one that's for yourself. That's your relationship with yourself. So it is probably the most important. So which part of your life is setting a healthy boundary, a priority? So is it in romantic relationships? Is it in your friendships? Is it with your family? Is it with work or your business? Or is it with yourself that you would like to put it as a priority and start working on that or start creating boundaries on that particular part of your life. Then once you kind of get going on it and it feels good and you've kind of gone through the first few hiccups, 
then it'll become easier for you to create more boundaries for yourself in other areas of your life. So that's something that you might want to think about. So now that I gave you the three questions for yourself, you got a little bit of work to do. Um, Keep us posted. Let me know if you guys have any questions. Um, But I hope this episode really allowed you to think about the boundaries that you want to be setting, the healthy boundaries you want to be setting for yourself um, and how you want people to treat you at the end of the day. If you have a good If you have good, healthy boundaries, um, people, again, they'll treat you exactly the way that you teach them to. So thank you so very much. We will uh, talk to you guys in the next episode. And again, if you learned anything from this episode, please, please, please share it with your friends and family. Let us know. Tag us um, on from you can tag me on Instagram at the underscore confidence underscore catalyst. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.